0: This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Acquired Tastings. We are very happy to have you guys along with us for a cocktail podcast, a special cocktail podcast. And when you listen to this, happy Thanksgiving. Exactly. If you're listening on this day of release, it is going to be American Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to those of you out there. And uh, we hope you're also spending good time with your friends and family on this day
1: while you're listening to us. So, we both have cocktails, and they're both uh, fall or Thanksgiving cocktails. What cocktail do you have, Josh? I think I've never heard of it. Well,
0: so, I'm going to need your help, listeners out there. This cocktail doesn't have a name, so it is is a—it's actually a Calvados-based cocktail um, with rum and sweet vermouth, and we'll talk about all the proportions and everything when we get to my turn, and why I kind of came up with the... uh, the cocktail itself so it's the cocktail without a name at the moment what a, I mean it really is it doesn't it doesn't have a name i was driving around thinking what? about this podcast i was like oh this is kind of what i want to do well i want to do this twist and i want to do that
1: and i was like oh i should do that i should try that 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 and then and then it's served up so it's up for a name right yeah it's definitely up for a name and my cocktail today is just very simple it's an apple cider Old fashioned. And I'll explain how I made it. And uh, I didn't do any twisting to it. But I did bring some snacks just in case we drink more than we should. We always should have food. And I brought my take on a deviled egg. And I made some of our dates, bacon wrapped dates. And then I brought just, you know, I bought this, I bought a, a cheese ball. So, we got a little bit of food. We got some cocktails. I'm am re- ready, Josh. Yeah, you're. I'm ready. You're, you're ready. You're running, running <laughs> to it, banging my, <laughs> banging my
0: microphone. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And we are actually going to start with yours um, this week, since yours is on the rocks and mine's up. Okay. So, go ahead and, you know, you told us it's a it's an uh, apple cider old-fashioned. Why don't you tell us how you made it and kind of why did you think of this cocktail?
1: Absolutely simple and absolutely easy to think about it. I mean, everybody wants to do the pumpkin spice, and I thought about doing that. And I thought, no, man, everybody's doing pumpkin spice, and those that aren't doing it don't like it anyway. Mm. And I used to make a pumpkin beer and... I could have brought that out, but the this is cocktails, so you don't bring beer out. No, of course not. So anyway, I came up and I did a little Google and came up, you know, the list that I found was like 60 different cocktails, and this is the one I chose. I like apple cider, so it's very simple to make. Two-thirds of a cup of apple cider, two ounces of your bourbon, or you could put rye in it, you could put scotch in it, you could put dang near any kind of whiskey you wanted in there, and that would make it your drink. And then it's served with Angostura bitters, and then traditionally you could take a slice of an apple as a garnish and a cinnamon stick. I did the cinnamon stick. I forgot about the apple, but I didn't have any anyway, so there you have it. I mean, you know, it's so simple mm-hmm. and so fall and so... Thanksgiving, yeah. You know, last week we had apple pie, and I was thinking about that apple pie with this drink. I think you know we don't do pairings on cocktail days, but man, that would have paired perfect.
0: Yeah, it would have. I think that would have been a, that would have been a really good pairing. You know, this is a really good old fashioned, Dad.
1: Now, what did you use as your
0: base spirit again?
1: I know it was some sort of whiskey, but what was it? Oh, I used my Woodford Reserve. Double Oak. Oh.
0: Why'd you use that one? And then why don't you tell us a little bit about Can you tell us a little bit about
1: Well, you know, Woodford Reserve is the bourbon of the Kentucky Derby. And I've always liked that bourbon anyway. Now, I really like the Double Oak because it gives it a richer, more earthy um, vanilla taste. And I really like that. I could have, you know, I could have used uh, Angel's Envy and been real happy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I try not, you know, I like Angel's Envy in a cocktail, but I like it straight. Yeah. So that, you know, and I, I'm looking at the bottle and I, my eyes aren't good enough to see what the ABV is, but I think it's about 26. What? I mean, 46. <laughs> I was going to say 26. Uh, excuse me. No, sir yeah it's uh forty five point two yeah so you know that's that's good alcohol amount uh-huh and then again i have the the snacks the deviled egg the bacon wrapped dates i made two different kinds of dates i had i got some ham excuse me i got some bacon from ham the ham's market, and it's peppered bacon. Oh, okay. And it's it's a little salty and I probably shouldn't shouldn't be eating it, but I just love it. So I you I made a couple dates with that bacon just to see how that worked with that pepperiness of it. And then I made just the regular old, you know, bacon. Did you put anything inside the date? Absolutely. what did you put in there? I put some, you know, We didn't get to taste that gorgonzola last week, okay? (laughs) Because it didn't it didn't match with the plan. And I had some for lunch the other day, and oh, that blue cheese is good. Mm -hmm. And anyway, you when we make the bacon wrapped dates, we always do a blue cheese. Sometimes we use a a smoked almond. Sometimes we use a plain almond. Sometimes we just forget the almond completely. Okay. This time I had the smoked almonds. I had the gorgonzola I had the bacon wrapped around it. you put a little bit of maple syrup brushed onto the bacon. Now here's the trick and i I trick myself every time I do this you put you want a hot you want a hot oven and you want that bacon to get nice and and cooked so I gave it a little bit of cooking cooking before I wrapped it and then I put it in the oven. And I turned that oven on 400, and when it was ready, and I put them in there, I cranked it up to 500. I got that brawler going. Right. So I gave it five minutes, and it wasn't quite enough. So I said, oh, well, okay, let's give it five more. Duh. Should have given it maybe two or no more than three, because what happens is that wonderful maple syrup and the oils and the grease that come out of that bacon go onto your parchment paper. And the next thing you know, you got this black spot. Oh, yeah. So, it's it's a little charred, but that's okay. It goes pretty well with this this drink, actually. Yeah, I think so. You know,
0: we, this is a really good, and so, harking back to our Kansas City days, uh, I noticed that the apple cider that you got was from the Lewisburg Cider Mill. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a cidery or cider mill outside of Kansas City that we used to go to all the time as yeah. kids when we yeah. lived in Kansas, and we would actually go there on field trips.
1: Uh huh.
0: So like, rather than going to the pumpkin patch, we would go to the Lewisburg right. cider mill, and they have a big, big, huge cider press. It's been there for years. Oh, hundreds. <laughs> this is a yeah. This is a really good cocktail. The apple brings a nice sweet balance to it. And the angster of bitters add a lovely little spiciness to it that I think just goes really, really well. And, like you said, it's a it's a great fall cocktail. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, another way you could do this, if you are not a huge fan of apple, you could use pear. You oh, can yeah. You find pear nectar. Yeah. I would just suggest tasting your pear nectar first. Yeah. Uh, because it's usually a little bit sweeter, but also thicker. Mm hmm. So you may need to water it down a little bit before you use it just to give yourself a nice cocktail. Feel the cocktail or you could even muddle some apples or some and or some pears together.
1: Right, right. And when we were in that old fashioned class there in, in Louisville, the the master cocktail teacher we put in that that cherry that cherry that had been in the bourbon or whatever the filthy cherries and and then orange, mm-hmm. and I thought about we've got some we've got some orange, well, I couldn't find the orange bitters, but we do have some cherry bitters. I almost dashed a little cherry and the, the bitters in there, and then I thought, no, let's not mess this up yeah, <laughs> I think
0: I don't think cherry would have been that great, I think orange orange could definitely have could have
1: lifted it some. Yeah.
0: But I like it as it is. Like, it's really good. You know, if you wanted to make it pumpkin, you're crazy. The pumpkin spice one. You could use pumpkin juice or make some sort of watered-down pumpkin puree kind of Mm -hmm. thing -hmm. that you could do. But it's nice. You know,
1: it's, you know, how much, so what were your proportions on it when you made it? Two-thirds of a cup of the apple cider. Two ounces of the bourbon. And listeners, we kind of gave it a little floating bourbon on top. (laughs) Yeah, because it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite balanced.
0: Yeah, because two thirds of a cup is, you know, almost, I mean, it's five and a third ounces, which is a lot. Yeah. So how much did you say was the the original bourbon you did?
1: Two, Two. Two ounces.
0: So we probably did two and a half. Two yeah. three quarters. Yeah, so that's a little better. If you wanted to kind of adjust it down rather than adjust it up, you would just use probably four ounces. Of-
1: well, it, it's, it's to your taste. It's like we've always said, listeners. I mean, however you like it, build it that
0: way. Well, what I'm saying it's is. It's to your taste. Well, and to make it more manageable in a glass. Maybe yeah. two ounces of bourbon, four ounces of juice. Yeah. And then keep going.
1: That would that would have yeah that would have probably uh, been a little more balanced maybe I don't know well I
0: think it would have been the same balance that we're drinking right now just
1: in a little bit of a smaller format right right okay because we added <laughs> right
0: so I'm I'm trying to adjust it right backwards
1: and then I thought about you know you could easily just give it a dash of cloves or a dash of nutmeg or a dash of cinnamon just kind of pick your dash poison there. Because this is the fall, and those are fall spices, so you could you could add any of those. You got to be careful because yeah, that nutmeg will blow you away. Right. I think you
0: know what you did was really smart by garnishing with the cinnamon stick. Yeah. Because as you drink it, you get a little bit of that cinnamon smell, mm-hmm. and as it sits in the cocktail, you get some of that cinnamon.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Flavor in there, which I think is really great. Now, before we got started, you said you had a question about one of my sides.
0: Oh, so tell us about this deviled egg because, if I am not mistaken, there is a potato chip in it. Well, am I am I wrong? Is that a potato? Is that is it a potato chip? I think so. Okay, so explain the thought let me process. Look real close, Major. You got one on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain, or so explain to us the the potato chip idea because it. I mean, thinking flavor-wise, it kind of makes sense. So,
1: here's the thing. I mean, my sister, bless her heart. Okay, that's that Southern thing that says bless her heart means, oh.
0: (laughs) You don't have to explain it.
1: (laughs) Anyway. Bless her heart. (laughs) I think all she does is, and I'd have to ask her to be sure, but, you know, when you make a deviled egg, typically you just say, okay, boil the eggs, take that yellow part out smash it up, put a little mayonnaise in it, maybe some um, Dijon mustard or just plain old mustard. Yeah. Whip it up together and that's that. I always kick it up more than that. So, and then you can sprinkle on top something.
0: Yeah, then usually cayenne or paprika is is sprinkled on top. That's part of the deviling.
1: Yeah, that's the deviling. So, this recipe that I found on Thanksgiving Appetizers had a whole new mix, you know. It it said, you you know, use your Dijon mustard or really a good, you know, a good ground mustard or whatever you had. And then at the end, it said, put a barbecue chip up there, a barbecue a bar a barbecue chip, a barbecue potato chip. Yeah, because it 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 was working on more of a. It had other flavors to it. And so, I did two things. I put a little Worcestershire. Okay. Not much. It don't take much. And then, I, you know, I get it tasting like I wanted to, and then I thought, well, I don't have that barbecue chip, and I kind of like the idea of that little bit of a crunch. Well, you don't really get much crunch, because it sits in sits in the deviled egg, and it kind of gets <laughs> it gets moist. Right. But... It's a good presentation, I think. It's a good garnish. And then that just that little bit of potato from the potato chip right? kind of just gives it another layer of texture and flavor.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, I wish you would have said something because I actually have potato- I have uh, barbecue potato chips in my car. Oh. <laughs> I could have <laughs> well, brought, <laughs> brought those in and put them in there for you. But that's a really good idea to kind of, because, okay, deviled eggs are, I think they're, to me, they're either you love them or you hate them. Mm-hmm. They are a very polarizing thing. One thing that people say about deviled eggs is that they, they wish it had more texture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a little bit of extra texture with the, the egg white being cooked mm-hmm. more. But I like that idea of putting something on there that gives it a bit of crunch. Okay. It adds an extra flair. You, know, you could use barbecue. You could use voodoo chips because they have that little that extra little vinegar bite. Yeah. Which would kind of cut through it as well. I think it would be good. I love this cocktail dad. I'm trying as you can hear listeners, I am talking a lot and you don't hear the the tinkle of the ice to keep from sucking it down. To keep from just downing it because it's really good. It's very well balanced. And a trick with the and when you're making this, I'm going to I'm going to say this and because you haven't said it Make sure you get a true apple cider. Uh-huh. Don't just get apple juice. Right. Get an apple cider because there's different. Mm-hmm. They are, they're pressed differently. Mm-hmm. They're usually apple ciders are much less filtered. Mm-hmm. And if you have a place that does apple cider locally, buy it locally. You know, we don't, Arkansas doesn't really grow a whole lot of apples. It's a little too hot. Right. Down here for that. So, but if you live anywhere that has apples, that grows apples, that has orchards, go find your local orchard and get some. Josh? Yes. What's on the
1: corner of that plate?
0: There's some duck
1: ham sitting there. from, uh, from a, uh, it, uh, it just, it just uh, happened to uh, appear there. How did it get there?
0: I don't know. It jumped out of your fridge.
1: Oh, okay. And I'm surprised the you hadn't eaten it.
0: I had one. I had a bite.
1: Oh, I better get one. Huh? Yeah,
0: get you, get you one. Uh, Cause you know it's good. No, it's not the duck prosciutto. It's actually duck ham, so it goes through the hamming process rather than the the style process. Uh, but it's really good. So, do you remember? Do you remember going to the cider mill much, or was that was that oh, something that mom that we would do? Kind of while you I think we all did it? Okay,
1: where well, we go on the weekend? I'm sh- I- I'm sure she went with you as as a, uh, a class chaperone. I've always had an affinity for apples. I
0: love apples. Yeah. Applesauce. I mean, I love them in almost any form. You know, this is, this is really good. So I actually took the cinnamon stick out of mine, but then I put it back in, and I would highly suggest leaving the cinnamon stick in because you get all that wonderful cinnamon flavor mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And I think that the double oak here of the Woodford also Was a very smart choice. I don't know if you did it on purpose or if you did it just because you like it. But that extra oomph that you get from being having that extra oak, kind of that woody woody flavor.
1: I did it on purpose because it does have the woody flavor. And I did it on purpose for I like it. And I did it on purpose because the recipe was using Jim Beam. Right. And that's not my favorite.
0: Yeah. The only thing I say, if you can't find this double oak or you're like, ah, oh, it's a little bit, because the double oaks a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. I would suggest getting a higher proof bourbon. Wow. So get something, if you can't get something that's got extra like, oomph in the oakiness, go ahead and bubble up the alcohol a little bit, get a bottle and bond. Like you mentioned before we started that Evan Williams bottled and bond right. would be really good with this. Um, I also think a rye would also be good with this, too, with that spiciness. Well, i mentioned that, too, right? Yeah, I think... It, I
1: think... it doesn't have to be Angel's Envy. Oh, no, you just said Angel's Envy. I said, well, I, when I said that, I was thinking rye. Oh, yeah, well... I, but, yeah, Bullet, just a plain old Bullet. Yeah, you could use Bullet, because Bullet's a high rye bourbon, or Bullet rye,
0: even. Mictors. Mictors rye is another good choice. Uh, Stellum rye. Stellum Rye has like kind of a double thing because it's also higher proof. Right, it's up at one seventeen proof on their rye. Yeah, it's a really good bottle. You can find it. You can find it most places now. It's one less known, mm-hmm. but it's still really good. I think uh, we may have to have uh, at least one of these while we're frying the turkeys because we're obviously we're recording this before Thanksgiving.
1: Well, typically what we do is we don't do cocktail.
0: You're right. We don't. We usually do uh, big beers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway.
0: But well, yeah, we usually do like barrel aged beers or something big, big, big beer wise. But mm-hmm. this is like, also a good one to have because it's with the way you proportion it out. And I know you like to always do the math and the, the ABVs. Is, yeah. It does lower the ABV quite a bit. Yeah. Of the whole cocktail. And
1: it's really good. So, um, you know, I don't have much else to say. I mean, there's so many different fall cocktails to pick from. Do just do what I did. Go out there and Google, yeah, uh, Thanksgiving cocktails or fall cocktails, and there's just a multitude of them out there. Right. So you can get your 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 cranberry cocktails, your your pumpkin spice cocktails. I mean, <laughs> if yeah. you can't find one that you might like, right. I don't know what you're going to
0: do. Well, I mean, my Halloween, quote-unquote Halloween cocktail that I did, the last cocktail episode, could also be a fall cocktail because, you know, it's campfirey and and that sort of thing. But, you know, we both used – well, I didn't use whiskey, actually. But if you want – there are ones out there using vodka. Cognac is also a great base. Oh, yeah. In fall time because you get the lovely – Kind of that spiciness and well, the spiciness. Well, we—I
1: started to do that because last week I was—I was talking about going Yeah, and I think that would have gone really well with this. Oh, I think I so heard too. To Chiching.
0: Well, I mean, it's really good, and I, I finished mine. So, if you want to, we can bump over to the next one. Sure, I'm ready. Okay, so uh, we'll move over to my cocktail. Uh, my cocktail is the cocktail with no name at the moment. It features uh, Calvados, Jamaican pot stilled black rum, and sweet vermouth. Carpana Antica sweet vermouth. And this cocktail is just basically something that I came up with in my brain. Oh, it also has a kind of a mulled simple syrup in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, That simple syrup was a... I know, I know. Yeah, why don't you tell us? Because you actually, you actually made it for me as I was driving. Well, I mean, so oh, okay. it's got brown. It has, it's a one to one. It's a one to one simple syrup. So a simple syrup is sugar and water in equal proportions. But this time I used, it was a uh, oh, it's Tina.
1: I did a half a, a half a cup of water, half a cup of brown sugar, uh huh, and then a half a teaspoon of cloves, half a teaspoon of nutmeg and then a cinnamon stick. Okay. Yeah, so
0: I just kind of kind of put it together and then I added that simple syrup that you made. And uh we have a cocktail with no names. So those of you out there as you're listening to this and as we talk about it, uh send us some names out there on um, remember out there on all those social those social places that you guys like to be on. That's where we're at. But so yeah, let's get into it. Rum punch. No. No. Nope. It's sure. not a rum punch. There's no juice in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the proportions on this cocktail and how I made it was it's two ounces of Calvados, a three quarters of an ounce of Hamilton Jamaican black pot stilled rum, Ooh. three quarters or no one ounce of Carpana Antica sweet vermouth, and a quarter of an ounce of those mold that mold simple syrup. Ooh. Now, so let me. So and then I I put all that into a cocktail a cocktail uh, glass, stirred it, strained it, served it up. Uh, Did I you pre- shake it on ice? No, I stirred it. Okay, like I said, I'm just making sure. I stirred it because it's all Lister, booze. You know the rules. I was just checking him out. It's all booze, so I stirred it and. Served it up. Now, it, this could be served on a rock. Um, I think, you know, we've been at straight record time. You know, it's probably been over 30 minutes since I stirred this. Yeah. And so, it's gotten a little more, but it's, I think it's still really good. It's got a good bite. Yeah. So, tell, so kind so of, you worth, talk
1: through what you're tasting in it. Well, I'm getting the malt spices, but I'm getting more, more bite than I expected. So I don't know if that's the So when
0: you say bite,
1: what is what type of it's bite? It's a spice is. bite. So I okay. don't know if that's the nutmeg. I don't think it's the cinnamon stick that was in the mold spices. But I I really think it's the nutmeg.
0: It's none of those. It's this Jamaican
1: black rum. Tell me about that again. Okay.
0: So this is Hamilton's uh Ministry of Rum Collection. Jamaican pot still black rum this is distilled by worthy park estate uh distilling and here's the thing about these jamaican rums is they have this spicy and this funkiness to them that's
1: it and so
0: that was something that i wanted to go for okay and kind of get that extra funk plus that spice because you do get this that spicy herbaceous that spicy clove nutmeginess from the simple we did, but also from the sweet vermouth. Mm-hmm. The Campana Antica has some of those flavors in it. And I almost put Angostura bitters in it, but I'm glad it oh, didn't. Because oh. <laughs> that would have just killed it. But you have that kind of sweet appleiness from the Calvados, that earthy, funky spiciness from the from the Jamaican rum. And it didn't take much, like only three quarters of an ounce. Of the rum? Yeah. Only, there's three quarters of an ounce of rum in there, two ounces of the Calvados, an ounce of the Carpana Antica, and a quarter of an ounce of the simple syrup.
1: Okay, let's pause it. I want to taste that rum by itself. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yeah, I no, I no, got no. A
0: glass. I got a
1: glass right here. No, no, that's Do You want to at least smell it? I'll do it. Yeah, let me smell it, because that'll be the same. we not,
0: but. Yeah, so it's a, it's a pot-stilled rum, which, you know, if we had Rum Guy Dave here with us, he could probably tell us about how you know, pot-stilled rums are different than calm-stilled rums, and they get that kind of extra funkiness. But I this just tastes, to me, it tastes so good. It's fantastic. Yeah, like I said, the cocktail, the cocktail doesn't have a name. The evolution of this cocktail started with a cocktail that I used to serve at the Yellowstone Club called a Calvados Old Fashioned Herb. An, an apple, old, uh, not an apple fashion, sorry. A Calvados Manhattan. Okay. So we, so how did you make that? The so the Calvados Manhattan was equal parts Calvados and rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then that volume, half of it, of Carpana Antica, shaken, strained, served up. So that was kind of the antithesis of this. And I was like, well, that's not quite where I want to go with the cocktail. I want some I want some more of those, like those fall flavors, and that's where, like, I was like, "Oh well, I should use," you know. I thought about just using that, but then adding that spice simple syrup. I was like, "No," I, well, I was like, "That that could be good," but I want a little bit of that funky pump. And I've, you know, being on TikTok, I've been watching all these bartenders who've been using this Jamaican rum. And talking about how it's funky and it adds this like funky, earthy, spiciness to it, and I was like, "That's it." So I switched out the, I switched out the rye whiskey for this. Mm-hmm. But then I still wanted to make sure the apple was the star what? when it came to the like the base of the cocktail, and that's where I looked at like Manhattan recipes and mm-hmm. other rum and sweet vermouth cocktails, and kind of came from there. And that's kind of where I, where I started it and kind of how I came up with this cocktail. And when I got here, I had never made it before. So I tried it, and I had to tweak it just
1: a little bit to get the proportions right. Did you move the rum up or down or a calvados up um, or down? I, do?
0: moved, I moved the rum up.
1: Yeah, baby. Well... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I moved the rum up because I wanted to make... Or actually, I moved both up. I moved the rum... I moved the rum up a little bit and I moved the
1: Calvados up a little bit. So give me the proportions again. So two ounces of Calvados. Two.
0: Three quarters of an ounce of the rum. The Jamaican rum. That's all. A ounce of the Carpana Antica. Mm -hmm. A quarter ounce of the Spice simple syrup. Wow. Stirred, strained, served up. Uh, You could serve this if you wanted to garnish it. You could serve it with a with a black chair, with a a good, good bourbon cherry, mm-hmm. you could also probably serve it with uh, orange, like an expression of
1: orange peel, but I wouldn't use any spices too, so maybe you take that orange orange slice and that good bourbon cherry, mole that
0: Mm-mm. no, it would make it too complex like uh, you don't you don't need that. It this cocktail doesn't need anything. I'm okay. talking about a garnish, like just an expression
1: of. Well, it doesn't need a garnish of oils. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't need it to me. Right. You know, if you wanted something, you could just take that orange peel and wrap it around the glass. and right. call it That's good. That's what I'm
0: saying. But so if you know if you haven't been with us for you know all of our episodes, we talked about Calvados before. Calvados is an apple brandy coming from the north of France around Normandy, uh, where they also make great apple ciders, by the way, mm-hmm. hard apple ciders, because they have a bunch of apples and pears. And this is the Bullard VSOP, uh, so it follows some of the same like brandy traditions there and cognac traditions, but it is apple and pear based here. And I just, I love Calvados. Like, you get that hot, you get that warmness from the brandy, but you also get this appley pear tree fruitness that just comes through and just takes over. And I fantastic. I knew you. I knew you'd love it. I had a feeling when I tasted it, and I got the proportions right. I was like, "Dad's gonna,
1: Dad's gonna dig this." You got me two weeks in a row. <laughs> so
0: you're gonna have to buy some calvados now, aren't you?
1: Yep. Yep. Um, and so well, and row. some black rum. Yep. Nope. Just so leave. The, the, just I'm leave not that, leaving the just, rum. I am not leaving um, that rum. Here. There's space right over there, Josh, for that bottle <laughs>
0: rum. Uh, so the bottle of rum costs about twenty five dollars in, in our in our liquor store. And I've to, I've told I've, to, I've told you this. Rum is like the best place to me for deals. It is right when it comes to aged spirits,
1: wood yeah. aged spirits. Well, it's like that Kraken. You get like a half gallon of Kraken for. Unreal. Believable low price, like twenty nine dollars or
0: something. Yeah, this definitely plays different. I don't know how well
1: this would work with any other rum. Well, you could use Kraken, that's why I brought it up. But you wouldn't. Kraken doesn't have those those spices. It
0: doesn't have that funkiness. It's got
1: that like it's a good black rum. I mean, it's got that blackness that you expect out of a black rum. That 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 sort of Burnt maple flavor, but that's all it's got, right? And that's where this and this has a whole lot more than that. That's yeah. That's why I thought it was the spices coming through. Yeah, yeah. no, it's the actual
0: black pot still rum, and it's just it's absolutely it's wonderful. Now, pot still Dave needs to pot still Dave. You mean rum guy Dave? I just gave him a new name. <laughs> no, he does not need to be pot still Dave. <laughs> he needs to be rum. Rum guy Dave. Okay, <laughs>
1: rum guy Dave, that knows all about pot still rums, could tell us how that pot still gets all that flavor in there.
0: Well, I think it more also just comes from their fermenting process
1: of the sugar cane
0: or the. And I, I didn't, I didn't really find a whole bunch of research of whether they use sugar cane or they use sugar, ma cane molasses. What I was looking for. Or I'm those sorts at of the things.
1: I can't see it either.
0: Yeah, so this Hamilton, this Hamilton collection is very interesting because they have about five or six different rums, but they're almost, and it's not Kirkland, everybody, but it's like, kind of like Kirkland. Like, he goes around, he finds something they, that they like, and they work with the distillers to come up with something that is for them, that's for the Hamilton label.
1: I'm going to have to take a picture of, they got a recipe on here, Josh.
0: For jungle juice?
1: Jungle bird. A jungle bird, that's right. And it's amazing. <laughs> well, tell us what it is. Well, we got, it's three quarters of an ounce of Campari. Okay. okay. Now, we got some bitter going on there. Yeah. And then a half an ounce of fresh lime juice, a half an ounce of sugar syrup, one and a half ounce of fresh pineapple juice, and then one and a half ounce of the Jamaican pot still black rum. Right. Oh, my goodness. hmm I can't imagine how good that'd be.
0: Yeah. Now, so now that I'm thinking about it, another rum that I think would work well with this is the 10 to 1 rum. So, on the rum podcast where it was me, me and Marie and Dave. Yeah. Uh, Marie bought the brought these ten to one rums, which is a, a new, I think, I believe, black-owned producers of rum out of Jamaica, and they have the their aged rum has that kind of funkiness and the bananainess that you kind of get on this. You know what? It would be in, an interesting. Now that I'm kind of playing around with this idea, an interesting uh, garnish on this, a thinly sliced. Fried plantain. plantain. Yep, um, you knew exactly where I was going. Like a, the little sweeter plantains, where you can kind of get them and flash, and where well, uh, you just
1: do the plantain and you slit it like you do a lime or something.
0: Yeah, but you definitely want to do a fried plantain. Yeah, I don't think just a fresh plantain would work here, but a, no, a no, fried no, no. plantain no, fried, fried. that would be kind yeah. of a that could be a fun garnish here. Now it has nothing to do with fall, but i think that could be a fun but this has all to me this has all those fall flavors that you're looking for it's got the spice it's got the funk it's got that kind of you know to me fall has a particular smell when you have things starting to decay and die and you get that kind of earthy funkiness that you get and it's it's warming it's coating you have that appleiness like i i I this is probably to me one of the best cocktails
1: that I have ever made. Put this in a to-go cup and I'm going to go out and <laughs> rake leaves. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. How about you
0: sit there and you watch the leaves <laughs> fall? That's probably a better way to do it. Yeah. But it's a. I, I'm very. I'm actually very proud of this cocktail. <laughs>
1: I'm making the sound Blowing of my leaves. blower and I'm drinking. This is this is fantastic. But now, I think what are we going to name it, Josh?
0: I don't know. I, I I think maybe we'll need to wait and see if we have anybody call in or phone in a name for this cocktail. Because I don't know, like I mean, there's part of me that's like, you know, it's technically a playoff of Manhattan. Yeah, but the but only not. thing that is the, that is still in a Manhattan is the it's the sweet vermouth. Right. And so it's like, do you call it the Kingston-Normandy connection? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I that's why I was like, I, I don't know a name of this. This so is that, why I need help. What do you think?
1: So what you say? The old, old Manhattan, Jamaican old, Jamaican Manhattan. Jamaican mom Manhattan. <laughs> Jamaica mall. See, but
0: here's the thing is that that's not the base. The base is a spirit out of Normandy, France.
1: Okay. Hmm. It's it's a it's a the Normandy Mons. <laughs> <laughs> the mons the Jamaican thing in there. And, and oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. The, that's what Oh, I-, I got it. I got it. The Normandy reggae Manhattan. it still needs some work. Okay. Well, we'll work on that listeners help us I mean so (laughs) in
0: in, if we want to talk about where things are coming from we have a a French a French spirit Mm -hmm. we have a uh, Jamaican spirit and we we have an Italian spirit (laughs) (laughs) so I
1: the worldly Manhattan
0: (laughs) I mean I don't even know if we can still call it Manhattan
1: though it's the closest thing it is. That's right? the closest thing well yeah, according according to our bar knowledge. Well
0: I mean Yeah. I don't know. Bar Louie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so if you're out there and you're listening to this and like you got a perfect name for it, bring it in, you know, let us Even know. Even if it's
1: not no, you're not gonna necessarily <laughs> have nobody's gonna have a perfect name to it, but throw out your name. It could be the perfect winner. Yeah,
0: it could be, and you know, we'll uh, we'll let you know. It may be after a couple podcasts because we we they're going to get our amazing, wonderful admiration and respect. Well, they can be on the show. Okay, all right. You will. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out on Dad's on Dad's speech.
1: We'll zoom them in or whatever.
0: Out of the out of the mouth of Dad. If you if you uh, get the name of this cocktail, we'll uh, we'll have you on and we can you drink one. We'll drink some together. We'll right. we'll chit chat
1: and you bring your cocktail, your special cocktail. Yeah. So,
0: well, I mean, I don't really have any more except to say, you know, drink some good cocktails out there, folks, and yeah, get some absolutely. of that Hamilton. Have,
1: have good time with fall, Good time with Thanksgiving. Uh,
0: get some of that Hamilton rum. <laughs> If you can find it. I'm going
1: to go find it. There was one bottle left at Colonial. Okay, I'm going.
0: (laughs) Screw.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm going today, but.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Well, so, I mean, I don't really have anything else. Had you had it
1: before? No. The the animal? I have
0: not. Okay, how did
1: you know about it?
0: So, I learned about it on TikTok. Because on I follow a lot of bartenders on TikTok. Oh, yeah? and who talk about making cocktails and talk about flavors and everything and they use this rum when they want to add a spicy funkiness to a cocktail. And so I went out there and tried it and $25 for an investment is not for me oh, it's no. not that's not too bad. Not for that. And now that I've had
1: it, <laughs> well, what's the Woodford? It's 40 45 50, maybe. It might be 50 bucks. Yeah. Oh, he's trying it by itself, everybody. That is fantastic. So, I
0: almost used the Bumbo XO. I almost just bought Bumbo XO. Oh, okay. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as good. No, it wouldn't. Because there's, there's something about that funkiness.
1: This is good by itself, but that is better.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it works really. That cocktail
1: really, is better than this by itself.
0: I think it works really no. well in the cocktail.
1: That's a lot. Why do you make cocktails? Because they're delicious. Because they're delicious and they're adding to the flavors of a particular alcohol mm-hmm. to make them somehow better. So, I'm not surprised right. that this cocktail's better. The only surprising thing is you dreamed it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, instead yeah. of... Oh, it, Poor dad, he, he doesn't know how to dream it up, so he has to Google it.
0: That's okay. <laughs> then don't, here's don't don't downplay that. You know, this is something I've done. So I have I've done this honestly since I've started drinking, where I've just come up with cocktails. Ask anybody who knows Dave Madison. Ask Dave Madison is about pot No, the Matt. No. <laughs> it's Rum Guy Dave. Or Rum Guy Dave. If anybody knows Rum Guy Dave, please ask him about the cocktail that him, I, him and I came up called. The Madison.
1: Oh. I'm not going to say it. I, I don't want to ruin it on it's, air. It's been on the podcast more than once, so no. it doesn't need to be here now.
0: No, we have not talked about the Madison. Yes, you really. What's yeah, in the I, matter? I, What's in it?
1: I can't remember, but I know you
0: guys talked about it. Okay, we may. I don't. Okay. Anyway, so but ask him about it, and that's something that I've been doing. And I think about flavors all the time, and I think about this. So don't don't downplay having to go find a recipe. Right. Cuz that I mean I've done it before. Like there's there's nothing wrong with doing that. But if you want if you don't want to, just start thinking about flavors and thinking about things that you know
1: that give you that. So, for me and listeners, there's no shame. I made it sound like there was shame. But there is no shame of googling Thanksgiving cocktails or fall cocktails or whatever and in- Find a list. I mean, there'll be one website that'll have 60, there'll be another website that'll have 25, there'll be another website, blah, 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 blah. Just go through them. You'll find one that you like, or you think you like, go make it. And if you don't like exactly what that is, you know what's missing. Modify it. Because, yeah, because you you know that taste that you think's missing, and add what you think that is, and there you have it.
0: Yeah, and it may take a couple different times for you to figure it out, especially if you're playing with new stuff, and then finding the proportions right. It's not a big deal.
1: Well, I'm watching this new new show on Netflix. I think you're drink Drink Masters. Drink Masters. And there's this one guy, and I, I had not got that far into it, so I don't know how, long, how much longer he lasts. But every time they talk to him, it's like, your drink is not balanced. hmm You know what I'm talking about. And so it's like, that happens. And if it tastes good to you and it's not balanced, that's probably okay.
0: Right. But also... Just because it tastes good to you doesn't mean it can't taste better.
1: That's right. If, so, it, if it were balanced, it would probably taste
0: better. Listen to that person and see what they say and then work on it together. Right. Like, cocktails are not, are not to be this elitist kind of thing. They no. can be made by anybody. If you look back at the here's your cocktails, they're right. so simple. Right. You don't have to do crazy stuff. My cocktail had three ingredients. Your cocktail had three ingredients. Right. No, it might have four technically, but... The symbol,
1: yeah, simple. yeah. <laughs> which I I I might need to make well, this without the symbol. Mine had four technically. It's like the apple cider, the bourbon, the cinnamon stick, and the to bitters. Well, yeah, <laughs> that already counts as four, but it did. So, so don't worry about it. I mean, you know, but definitely play around. And last week we were talking about we were talking about with air. Yeah, I mean, second ingredient air.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we still all that to say get out there, play with your cocktails, and uh, we hope that you have a wonderful and safe holiday. And we'll see you next time. So next week will be a wine week, Dad. Heading down toward the the Christmas and the New Year's holiday.
1: Right. What do you want to do? I have no clue yet. All right. What What do you think? I hadn't looked at a spreadsheet. Is there anything? On there's nothing. On, there's
0: nothing on the spreadsheet. Hold on, let me do some counting. will come Why out. don't we do? Well, let's do. How about this? So next week we're gonna do big reds. So it'll be December. December first is when this is coming out. When that one will be coming out? We'll do big reds for cold season because we'll be able to do. We'll be able to do another one where we'll do a Christmas, kind of a Christmas New Year's wine. Okay. Kind of podcast. So Big Red's next week and we haven't even thought about this so you'll have to kind of follow us out there on the socials.
1: Probably do a cab. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we'll follow He's up. laughing because I always yes, would do that's, cab. That's
0: what I figured he was going to do when I <laughs> well, said it. What would you do? Maybe? I don't. I have no idea. Do I mean? don't know yet.
1: Okay. I'll um, probably find a cab.
0: So follow us out there on the socials to see what we're doing. And we hope you have a wonderful holiday with your family. Enjoy some time with the people that you're with. And once again, I'm Josh Mills. And I'm John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you and goodbye.